0: Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and
1: all things
0: NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson.
1: And welcome to the
0: Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson here, and my fellow nerds, Matt O'Hara. Well, hello. And Garrett Price. How's it going? Oh, it's going swell. We got week one in the books. Oh, yes. Are you guys ready to overreact?
2: I love overreacting. That's uh, kind of my thing.
0: Garrett did a best. Like, he put out the tweet, like, here's your wide receiver ones from 2019 week one. You're like, oh, that's a little uh, off.
2: There was only like two guys that stayed in there for the rest of the year. I'm just, I'm, I'm from now on, I'm just not even going to set a lineup for week one. I'm just going to take it as an L because that's how my week one went. All right. I'm just going to, I'm just going to, from now on, no, you're, don't worry. You get a, you get a free buy when you play me week one. It's a win for sure. That's silly. I'm not actually going to do that, but that's what I feel like doing after oh, this okay. week one. A <laughs>
0: couple tough losses sound like you came your way. What'd you say? A couple tough losses.
2: couple tough losses. Hey, yeah. in my high stakes league, I lost by 0.5 points. Oh. Yeesh.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I burns. got this.
2: I got the second most points in the in the one league by a lot too. I mean, it was I had 171 points and I lost to somebody who got 203 points. So that's that's cool. Well, fantasy football's a fickle bitch. That's how it happens. And it's how sometimes. it always works. Yep. It's amazing how
0: that happens. If you have the second most points, you're playing a person with the most points. Yep, it's just the way it works. Gods, they don't like it. Yep, it's a torturous game, but. That's why we keep coming back for
2: more. Absolutely.
0: So we have a lot to talk about today over the next two hours. Obviously, today's show in the the Nerd Herd show, uh, we're going to cover a lot here. To start off, we got some injuries to talk about. Of course, that's every single week. And before we even do that, a couple a uh, couple signings we saw this. Yeah, week. the running backs are really getting locked down. Dalvin Cook, mm. lock him up. Alvin Kamara, lock him up. Five years, same team. Gotta love it, right? I'm surprised. I,
1: I mean, we've started seeing a trend of, like, the opposite. Melvin Gordon didn't get re-signed. Todd Gurley ended up getting moved. David Johnson. Like, all of these guys from, like, the previous years, with the exception of Zeke, was really the only one that, like, got that new deal. And now, all of a sudden, like, almost everybody from this class. Kareem Hunt even got a new deal recently. Like, everybody's getting new deals. I'm
2: really curious because both those, you know, Minnesota and New Orleans are really strap cat or cap-strapped now. So it's going to be. There's going to be a trickle down effect to these both these signings. Matt, come we, next we know
0: this very clearly. If you have money as a team, the salary cap is a myth. You can move everything around anytime you want to sign anybody. Here you go, signing bonus.
2: Heads are going to roll in both those places. Just, just,
0: <laughs> Matt. <the> Rams, <laughs> Rams aren't doing write it down,
2: this. Take a picture. Ram- I don't care what you do. Heads are rolling in both these places. Rams aren't doing
0: year. anything. They're too cap trash cap strapped oh hey jalen ramsey highest played court paid cornerback ever hey cooper cup here's 16 million dollars a year it doesn't matter
2: next year they're going to be in a fine place though financially because they're all their money's coming off to all those crappy uh play, the girly, clay matthews a Todd earlier. all the, they're gonna have future cap money it's it's these other teams that i'm talking about now
0: never worry about the salary cap ever only, it only hurts the raiders because they were broke that's it Alright, no cash. If you have liquid cash, you can literally do whatever you want. We'll, so we'll see. The one thing I would say out of these sign-ins of the Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, cream hunt. Well, did we talk about the cream hunt, Nick Chubb? Like it hurts. If not, well, that hurts Nick Chubb pretty soon No, really. we,
2: we talked about that. We touched upon it last week because okay. I think that, that dropped right before last week's show.
0: I'm gonna go to the Dalvin uh the Dalvin Cook sign. I think this is a great opportunity to buy Alexander Madison. You know, Ooh. give it a week. Even even this past week, Madison looked good. Targeted in the passing game. Average, like, eight yards per carry on the opportunities he did get. Now, obviously, Dalvin Cook is the man here, but we're looking at, what, two more years? And Alexander Madison is going to be a free agent. So Dalvin Cook is injury-prone. He gets he gets hurt a little bit every single year. So he will have opportunities in season. But if you can trade for him and be patient, there's a good opportunity at some point in the season, whenever his cheapest is, He's a, he has the talent to produce at the next level. We could be looking at the next Michael Turner, yeah, so to speak, and... Maybe you get him for a third round pick. If you if you're the Dalvin Cook owner, you still buy him for that, you know, handcuff because he just got significantly cheaper.
2: Yeah, and and that was one of my um, bold predictions was that he was going to play well enough that they weren't going to sign Dalvin Cook. And obviously, you know, that literally the day later they <laughs> went and signed Dalvin Dang Cook. It. So that you know that you know that one didn't come to fruition, but. It, it wasn't the premise of my whole idea behind that was that he was going to out, outperform kind of what people expected out of him in year two. And I, I still think there's room for him to do that.
1: Absolutely. I remember his tape. I remember, Rich, I remember coming here the, the first week and I was like, there's this guy from Boise State. <laughs> I love him. He's great. Uh, you know, and, and and things ended up panning out so far. And, and we'll see. He's, he's still just unfortunately a backup. But he has the talent to be you know if if he was on a different team there's probably 10 other teams where he would be their best back right now
2: and he's getting i mean this past week shows that he can at least occasionally mm-hmm. be a guy that you can start and put in your put in your lineup he got double digit points yeah, um, coming had, off the bench
0: basically. yeah he had four receptions for 30 yards on four targets which second tied for second most on the team had six carries for 50 yards good for 8.3 with a long of 21 so yeah you're talking double digit points for a guy that's supposed to be somewhat of relevant you're talking about one of the best backup running backs probably on yeah. a roster, I think that's my one of my favorite sneaky buys. in mm-hmm. uh, for the Nerd Herd episode, we are going to do some of our favorite buy lows. So obviously, Alexander Madison would have been good for that list. I sure. should have saved it. But I have somebody else anyway, so mm-hmm. that's a freebie. That's Another one. It, that's a taste you get for the Nerd Herd, folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get in some injuries, though, because we have a lot to talk yep. about, right? Uh, Michael Thomas, high ankle sprain. Ex- expected to now to miss multiple weeks because they say it's worse than they originally expected a lot of teams right now are going
2: see you later fantasy playoffs yeah this is a this is a rough one i know i had michael thomas i, I think i got him in two startups this year and he was like really my first he was my first pick in both those yeah, ones you know this cornerstone type of guy and here he is i'm i'm wondering if it's if this is one of those situations where it's going to be bad enough that he ends up on ir um because you know they shortened it to the three weeks or whatever so um high ankle sprain definitely you know they're saying he's going to miss multiple weeks he could very well end up on ir if they need a spot coming up here
1: and at first i was using this as a uh, the reason to excuse why he played so poorly but apparently it was in the garbage time that he got this ankle injury so it's interesting that even before that he literally only had five targets three catches 17 yards don't expect that to continue but i I was thinking oh that must have been because of the ankle injury no, it wasn't. No.
0: If if you're in a shallow league, absolutely check your waiver wire for Traquan Smith, mm-hmm. a former UCF product that we liked a lot coming out. Like this tape here was a little bit raw and in his third year, and he actually was lined up as a number two receiver for this offense. It was not Manny Sanders, which was yeah. somewhat of a surprise. No Offset of this, so Traquan has a chance to be the number one receiver on this team, and Drew Brees likes to pepper his number one target here as well. So Manny Sanders will get a little bit of a tick. Jared Cook obviously gonna get a little bump. And of course, Alvin Kamara and Taysom Hill will be, you know, more involved in the passing game. But I would say, check, you know, you never know. Check your waiver for Traquan Smith. He was the number two receiver, which is kind of caught me off a surprise. Yeah, definitely.
2: That's definitely a surprising thing. But there was buzz coming out that that he was looking good in camp as well. Saw some of those reports. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep.
0: Uh, also got hurt kenny galladay hamstring mispractice I in am. games this past week questionable for week two
2: the high area of the hamstring, the high, high
0: hamstring. i am <laughs> so for me K- kenny galladay out marvin jones big boost for him tj Hawkinson, big boost for him deandre swift if he can catch some footballs you oh. know, in his hands gut wrencher yeah that, that
2: was tough man there? that was tough
1: he, he oh. had three before that and he looked great and that was then just that. That, that was just one
2: that he's going to have nightmares about forever. forever. Yes, forever. indeed. And I think the big, I think the big beneficiary there. You already mentioned was was T.J. Hawkinson. I think he definitely got a little bit more of it, uh, a little bit more action with with Galladay down.
0: You know, preseason these these hamstring injuries, these soft tissue issues injuries are going to be an issue and these hamstrings unfortunately when you got somebody this early and they're missing multiple you know games with a hamstring those tend to linger they absolutely and do. come back
2: Yep, and then this is no doubt a result of just the fact that they had to ramp things up so quickly and um you know the shortened truncated um offseason I
0: and mean, we're week one and we're just we're taking out two wide receiver once. Out mm-hmm. the gate, you know, and won the number one wide receiver out there today, who is now actually named Devonte Adams yeah, uh, followed up with uh, DeAndre Hopkins because it's one thing I was talking to a buddy about. I was like, man, I love how like everybody's like, oh, much chopped about like, DeAndre Hopkins. For some reason he got faded, you know, a little bit in fantasy football. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. Cause he's still my number two receiver overall in dynasty. And like, you got him in our startup with league industry. Wait a second. And it's like, I got well, him in the third. Well, maybe he's coming back because he's coming back and now he's on Arizona. Maybe this is somewhat of an issue. And I'm like, why is this an issue? Oh, he just only had like 18 targets and Kyler Murray went to him all the way and Christian Kirk, people were like, oh, I like Christian Kirk. And I was like, I've never liked Christian Kirk. What do you, Why do you like Christian nope. Kirk? What's there like about him? Oh, it's one target? Oh, that's nice. Have fun with that. Was it? Did he only end up getting one?
2: Because I like I was watching the Red Zone channel and they popped into that. It was it was him missing a deep pass.
0: <laughs> Maybe it was more than I, I know. it, it wasn't a lot. Okay. okay, yeah, it, it was a guessing lot. one. Okay, all right. which is all he deserves. All right, because they should all go to DeAndre Hopkins because he's just that good. It's it like really him, it's same thing. Michael Thomas last year, same bit. Michael Thomas, Devonte Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, chuck it this every time. Throw the ball at him every time. Guess what? You're gonna win most of those battles. Yep uh more injuries Cortland Sutton ac sprain almost played yesterday but seems like he's like to, likely to play for week two which is good news jerry judy with beneficiary there led the team in targets and you know, it was okay i think no okay.
2: i think Noah Fant as well he got yeah, he got he, looked, per, he yeah. got involved at least in the first half he looked really good led the team in targets
0: yeah i believe it was or it was no judy led the team in targets fant led the team in, in yards production yards. yep we also have Devontae Parker, his hamstring as well. His hamstring's kind of, uh, quite Carmen. Trending, trending out for week two, which is no good, which is Preston Williams. I know Preston Williams did not perform at a high level, but he did lead the team in targets. Only mm-hmm. two receptions, but did have seven targets. Brandon Nayuk, hamstring, missed week one, but likely for week two. Uh, unlike Debo Samuel, who had a setback and now on IR, so he's out for minimum three weeks. Wow. George Kittle, knee sprain day-to-day. Did you see that play? I did. Yeah, it could have been way worse. It could have been way worse,
2: worse. but that was a little bit on the QB man. That was a, I mean, that was a high throw, and and unfortunately, it was a bad timing with the him coming down and the defender kind of hitting his knee right at the same time. (sighs) Jimmy Garoppolo, scary, average at
0: best. He's below Kirk Cousins, which says a lot for me. Ooh, I just got, I got, I got uh, somebody just sent me a trade offer because they saw I was in, they saw I needed a quarterback, and they had plenty. They gave me Jimmy Garoppolo for a fourth round pick, single QB. I was like, okay, wow, yeah, I'll take it. Uh, I
2: mean, I would take it for a fourth, for yeah. sure, in, in a single Q-plus. i even want them, but I was like, I'll take them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could flip that for a third right now, probably to someone else in that. I need him for the bye weeks. Okay,
0: uh, Blake Jarwin. You know, a lot of pot, a lot of news coming out about J- Blake Jarwin coming out here and be upside. this. Hey, upside. Hey, downside. You tore your ACL. Yeah,
2: that's a bummer, man. Um, that's uh, you know a player that they, I think they were leaning on a little bit, but now it's going to go to Dalton Schultz, right? Um, yep. He's kind of the next man up. He was a, a guy out of Stanford uh, a couple years back. so Which which really means
1: CD Lamb.
2: Yep. Love me some CD. Hey,
1: at least
0: Blake got paid. Yes, he, he did. did. Yeah. Gives the perfect timing. Mm-hmm. Marlon Mack. Ooh, hey. Going we're definitely going to next, gonna be talking about this. Going into next year, right? Uh, you're going to be a free agent and part of that running back. Ooh, you tore Achilles for a running back. Ooh, not good.
2: That's not what you're not looking for.
0: Good. Um a good thing they drafted a talented guy. I yeah. the name of Jonathan T- What's his name
2: again? Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor, that's right. Thomas. Uh, He's uh, the one from home improvement.
0: Hey, you know who leads all rookies in receiving yards?
2: Jonathan Taylor. You <laughs> know who uh, I was worried
0: about in their pass catching ability? Jonathan Taylor. God bless philip Rivers <laughs> and his running back throw in Destiny because it's all he does. It doesn't Chuck matter it who you are. Hey, Austin Eckler, you like your one target? Well, guess what? Jonathan Taylor had six and he caught all six. Hey, Naheem Hines, you want five targets? Listen, you're gonna get five targets too. Caught all five. You you want to you wanna pass catch a running back? Whoever, whoever playing follow, with Philip Rivers.
2: Yeah, follow, follow Rivers around. I think Jordan Howard could be a pass catching back with Philip Rivers. <laughs> oh, easy now. <laughs> Listen. Well, he does throw a nice little soft it's pass. Just a, He's got a whoop. very loopy, very yeah. easy, easy ball to catch.
0: That is very possible. You're right. It's
2: possible. Maybe. And there's a chance at least
0: 60% probably, which is better
1: than 60%
2: of the time.
1: It works every
2: time. You can't throw it 15 to 20 yards down the field.
0: (laughs) So this is absolutely fantastic news for Jonathan Taylor, who looked really good run the ball as well. So Naheem Hines, you know, a great pass catching back. I think they're both will be involved here, but if Jonathan Taylor's going to be involved like that in the passing game, we're talking
1: top eight fantasy football running back. Absolutely. I mean, him and Clyde Edwards are both right now. I oh, mean, Clyde. Bo- both of the, I mean, I, I, I made the comment before it's like splitting hairs. I don't think either one of these guys will be involved in Williams and Mac, And it was for very different reasons. Neither one was involved. One was COVID. One was a, you know, hopefully not career ending, but possibly career ending injury for Marlon Mack. But it, now we're going to get to see these guys both in their full allotment of touches, full allotment of carries, pass catches, all that kind of stuff. I, I mean, I don't know if, if if we were to do a startup today, chances are both of those guys go in the first round, right? Or at least
2: round the turn. Or uh, right around the turn, at least. Well, yes. Clyde
0: Edwards for sure. I'm t I am I said this already. Like I would take Clyde Edwards a layer ahead of Dalvin Cook. Right. Like I he's 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 right there with um Alvin Kamara for me. Yeah. And in this offense, he he's probably gonna get more Skin in the game between the tackles and a guy like Alvin Kamara, who they're still going to use Latavius Murray, Murray there. That, so
2: he looked so good running the ball.
0: Clyde Edwards. Yeah,
2: he did. In that first. Oh, game. you mean
0: 138 yards leading all rushers in week oh. one of rushing? And that offense that you cannot, you have Travis Kelsey opening up the middle for you at all times. You can, yeah, there's.
2: And he, he wasn't even catching passes. And the funny part was the announcers so were talking
1: yeah. about like some of the great holes, like, yeah. like that would change. Like. It's that offense. There's always going to be great holes. <laughs> so Clyde edwards for, Lair, for me, I'd have no problem taking him
0: as my third overall running back. Well, there's Zeke there, but even then, like I, I mean, when with the getting, age
2: you're getting so many years, extra years with Clyde edwards which Lair.
0: is so it's crazy to say you take him ahead of Zeke. But like, I would rather like take him probably ahead of Le- Zeke. And if you're being, if you're being fair about it, you can argue even higher because of the offense he's in. I mean you could argue like wherever you take Clyde edwards alaire I feel like his value. Yep. Honestly, if you took him him and, him and, him and McCaffrey because you're
2: not going to get him on the way back. You're oh, not going to get him you're on not going to get back. a player like that in a situation like that on the way back. So wherever you got to take him in the first round take him. Yep. And it, feel and feel good about it cuz you got you have a really good player for a long time.
0: And it comes back where Saquon's like an elite talent, but offensive line's terrible.
2: Terrible. I mean, dude, dude, dude he guy, had negative yards going into the second half.
0: -0. 0.7 yards on contact. Yeah, is where he was at because that's who's getting hit so far behind on contact. So for him, it's, it's just like for now and for the foreseeable future, Clyde edwards layers is in not only a talented running back, but in the best situation. And we always say scheme and situation trump just about everything. You know, is Alvin Kamara the best? We say it all. You know, that's what I've been saying forever. No, but he's in the right situation and the right scheme. Who just got locked up so for me i'd be as i would be okay taking clyde in a dynasty startup i'd be okay with this i don't know if i would necessarily do it yet i would take clyde Edwards a third overall where would you take jonathan taylor would you take him over dalvin cook uh no here's here's the only thing i'm somewhat worried about jonathan taylor is when philip rivers leaves where's that pass catching a running back and listen naheem sure. Hines is going to eat in some of that as well
1: sure but i mean we, we saw how many passes melvin gordon got even when Austin Eckler was there, it's gonna be it's gonna I, be the same type. I of would thing.
0: not take uh, Jonathan Taylor over Dalvin Cook today.
1: I think, but I ask would. me next week. I'll say for the f- extra four
2: years that that doesn't it, lot, for it is
0: that four years is a long time.
2: It's a long time, a lifetime
0: in fantasy football. It's a lifetime. Mm-hmm. So he's 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 moving up the chain the the chain. You know what I mean? Like yep. he he Jonathan Taylor is getting up there,
2: but he's dude, creeping up the ladder.
0: I mean, let's not forget about J.K. Dobbins. Looked really good. I mean, I said J.K. Dobbins is going to be a running back one in the second half of the season. It looks like he already supplanted
1: Mark Ingram week one. Well, here, we're going to talk about a lot of these things in a second. Let's finish injuries. Real okay, back. injuries.
0: Uh, where are we at? Devo, George Kittle, Marlon Mack, Philip Lindsay, Lindsay, turf toe out, likely out for week two, which is good news for uh, oh, Melvin Gordon owners. A lot of people are like, hey, this is going to be a split combo right here, 50-50, and they like Philip Lindsay more. Well, Melvin Gordon just came out and averaged over five yards per carry, which is for him. Might as well be 100 yards per, you know, carry. <laughs> That's fantastic news for him out there in Denver. Yep. You know, definitely when they had to, like, on a close game there, he's being utilized, had a big run for over 20 yards, had a touchdown. Or
1: did he have a touchdown? Yep. Yeah, so. It, it cost me one of my games, I remember. Yeah,
2: I remember it well. It
1: was the same league. It's I have one league that has a kicker in it still. And that kicker outscored my kicker by, like, seven points, and I lost by three. Just goes back to show Melvin Gordon's just been like over this
0: last 12, 18 months, Melvin Gordon's been great trade value mm-hmm. in Dynasty Fans. So, well, I went out and gave up well, I gave up 21 first form in multiple leagues. I got a lot of Melvin Gordon shares because he was just so affordable. It's hard to get out running back one high end on running back two for any reasonable price. Right. Melvin Gordon's been an unbelievable reasonable price forever. Yep. I mean, he was on that like for running back, he's the Robert Woods, Jarvis Landry of running backs. Yep. Oh, how'd those guys do this week?
2: Well, what's, Jarvis what's it, had a yeah, lot Jarvis didn't. What, what, well, yeah. well, because Baker
0: was focusing on OBJ like a, some some I don't want to talk about it. Uh, uh yeah, you, yeah. I don't want to talk We'll about
2: talk about it, about it later. Oh, do we have to? Yes.
0: I gotta move Baker down significantly in my rankings. Significantly. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. And OBJ. Le- oh,
2: yeah.
0: Le'Veon Bell, hamstring <laughs> on IR. Uh Miles Sanders, hamstring, missed week one, but likely to play week no, two. No, hold
2: on. Le'Veon Bell, hamstring, likely out a few weeks.
0: Oh, he's on IR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is out for weeks. It just switched. Signed, oh yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, they signed the mile. They signed Miles Gas or no,
2: they signed uh uh Kalen Bellage. They're all turns. Bellage. They got Josh. Bellagio. Josh Adams. No, Josh. uh What's his name? It's it's gonna be the Frank Gore show. It's gonna be the Frank Gore. Well,
1: and, how long is little Michael P Ryan out for?
2: I think he's the three week
1: IR. Oh, he is too. I think he Son is. Of a I'd guy. have to look, but I believe he is. Poor Jets fans. Been
0: there. I'm a Browns fan. I'm gonna there. say. Poor fans, there. fans, it's not yeah, much. Don't tell how to I'll be at the yeah, game. Yeah, it's, it's Josh
2: Adams who, I'll be at
0: the game Thursday, by the way. The, the
2: former school. Phillies guy? Yeah, he scored over he had like a double digit uh, point game there. Because they, they promoted him from the practice squad right before that game. Do you mm-hmm. feel good about starting
0: any Jets running back at all whatsoever? No. Yeah. Thanks, Adam Case. Thanks for ruining everything. It's fun <laughs> when it comes to fantasy. And then James Conner ankle sounds questionable for week two.
2: Hmm, who he, did who did well in that, Rich? In ben, that game? Benny Snell? Yeah. The guy that you poo pooed the only other I, player to get
1: over 100 yards this week on the ground
2: when i mentioned him as a valuable backup you poo pooed it well he and looked now good. he is looking he good. good
0: he looked good but i wouldn't be surprised if Devontae freeman signs with pittsburgh you are going to want to know why james Conner didn't even look that good when his ankle wasn't hurt to be honest with you fair and he's my number one sell, james Conner. i would take a sandwich for him sandwich. any sandwich any delicious sandwich
2: spam Sandwich? What about a non I've never
0: eaten Spam before because it, it looks bad. It, it, does, look, it does
2: look bad. I've never tried it. Yet. I've never tried it. But I try, dude, dude I try everything.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, James Conner to me, Dunzo, toast. Didn't really like him going into the season.
2: Now, were you guys surprised that Anthony McFarland was, was inactive for this game? A little bit. Because Benny Snell is Benny so good. good. Benny <laughs> Snell looked good. I'm not going to He
0: really did. He did. He moved well. He had some bursts to his game.
2: and I, I liked it. And obviously, Jalen Samuels, you know, he was in there for the pass-catching yeah. role. So, it, it might have been one of those things where the rookie wasn't quite up to speed yet. And, and um, they'll probably have him activated, obviously, now. Right. Um, I was going to say that you see that quite a bit with, like, those later-round rookie running backs. It seems
1: like you, they kind of have to wait for their their injury shot to, like, really get in there. That happens. seems to happen quite a bit. Like, Damien Harris was literally all last season, which True. that was more than I expected. But it seems to happen with those guys a lot. For me, James Conner, you guys
0: don't know how you feel, hard sell. Yep. Like as soon as he comes back when he's healthy, like and anybody like somebody's gonna lose another running back, I'm selling if I can get a twenty one second, I'm very happy with I, that.
2: I mean the whole offseason, that's kind of how I felt about James Conner. Yep.
0: Uh, well we were kind of saying there's no way he's he's going he's just great story. Yep. But when it comes to running back, he's just another guy. Yep. So Yeah I mean you, this
2: was like the epitome of a two year guy. You should have Gotten rid of him while he was kind of on top. and
0: So, name we're going to do right now. We each going to name one preseason call that you feel good about today and then one we're kind of worried about. Right, Matt, do you want to go first?
2: Do I want to go first? Catching me off guard here. Matt, nope. <laughs> Garrett, Garrett, Catching me Garrett, off guard. you go guard.
0: first. Garrett, yeah. give me a call that you
1: made preseason that you feel good about. Well, of course, forever in my lifetime. I have been hyping up Darius Slayton. And uh, he looked pretty fantastic last night. Another one hundred yard game, two touchdowns. The narrative I kept hearing all offseason well, Shepard is still the wide receiver one. And when everybody's there and healthy, Ingram will be the main target. Wait, that was the narrative? That was the narrative. Shepard was the wide receiver one. Especially amongst the analytics community. Crappy narrative. Crappy, wow. crappy narrative. <laughs> wasn't
0: out of my mind sling Was the number one? So yeah Got so many shares That's of why him. we have so
1: many, so many shares of him. But yeah, I mean, he looks fantastic, and that's a good defense. The Steelers are a very good defense. Two touchdowns over 100 yards. Looks fantastic.
0: Yeah, he. To me, he's he's a high-end wide receiver too.
1: Yeah, I was I was actually going to ask the question: Is there a chance that you think he finishes as a top 18 guy this year? He's already a wide receiver one right now, anyway. No, oh, top I, 18? Yeah. yeah. I think, oh, I can I think,
2: envision that for sure. I think there's he, definitely room for him up there. Yeah.
0: A, a defense that's just okay in New York. So they' going to be struggling, you know, you know, constantly be in these games, throwing the football. Uh Saquon helps open up a little bit here. We'll see. I mean, he should immediately get the number one, you know, cornerback, which you know kind of hurts. But and let's see what happens when Golden Tate comes back as well. He but, missed this week.
2: Yeah, Danny Dimes you know, throwing him the ball, there's no doubt that he's going to be at least a top 18 type of guy.
1: (laughs) Well, it helps too. I always love it when those young quarterbacks come in at the same time as a receiver and neither one were
2: the starters right away, got to play a lot together and kind of moved up at the same time, moved up at the same time. Instead of having a young quarterback, being overshadowed by two really good big personality wide receivers (laughs) on one team. I don't know any teams that have done that. I mean, whatever there's, there's that way to do it. And then there's this other way to do it and whatever way you feel comfortable uh, bringing along a young QB.
0: It's a good start to the year. You know, the the points that he got week one, it's a great foundation for him to enter that top 18. I mean, now if he can just basically stay healthy and be consistent, put up double digit points, he's a top, 18 fantasy receiver, so he's a, he's a mid range high high end wide receiver too. And if I had to predict today how he's using that offense, that he's he's their deep threat, which we always thought mm-hmm. knew he was because Jalen Shepard and Golden Tate are gonna be underneath, and Golden Tate's great with the ball in his hands, but he's gonna be their big play receiver. And Evan Ingram dropped a couple two main balls that I I cared for yesterday. Uh, so for me, I could totally envision that. I'd actually lean towards high end wide receiver two with it. a with a chance to flirt with that you know back end wide receiver one numbers if. We see more of guys so like perfect, yeah. Michael Thomas, you know, missed some, he's going to miss three weeks. So chances of Michael Thomas finishes a wide receiver one drop significantly. Right. I mean, you
1: miss literally a third of the season. Right. Kenny Galladay, he's that's banged that's up right now. The
0: I know what you meant. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah.
2: But we all vi- know that your dude, math is a little wonky. Well,
0: dude, arithmetic's hard. You're going to start throwing divisions in there, and it's like, no,
2: nah, I don't know. It's a little
0: So, yeah, I love Darius Slayton. One of my favorite preseason predictions for the last two years has been Jarek McKinnon. So Jerry McCann came into the game, tied for second most targets on the team, had 13.4 points in PPR leagues, scored a touchdown, uh, should have had another touchdown, just missed it, running, you know, just missed it down at the one. So to me, him, Tevin Coleman does not look fantastic at all. He's mm, he's, he, he's done so. Raheem Moster looked great. He led he the team in targets, super. Had some good. big runs there, so he looked great too. But we all know Kyle Shanahan with Debo Samuel, they signed Muhammad Sunu today, but with Debo, Debo Samuel on IR for three weeks, Brendan I still banged up. No true big threat in the receiving game. I mean, Jordan Reed was probably the number two receiver out there behind George Kittle. George Kittle with a knee sprain, we don't know how that's going to linger him because he saw nothing after that knee sprain whatsoever. He's pretty much just a, a, decoy. a decoy out there. To me, all my talk of Jarek McKinnon being at wide receiver, running back two when healthy in a receiving game, speaks volumes for what he did. It's exactly how he came out week one is how I look him to be. Raheem Oster, the guy, him still getting some carries between the tackles, which was great, but mostly viable in that passing game. He's going to have a couple of games where he busts out some big runs off of that, and he'll get his touchdowns. I think what Jeremy McKinn's really going to benefit in this offense is the touchdown. like he's, it's, it's offense is going to move the chains, and he'll be in that position. A lot of play calls going him in the red zone, which is going to be fantastic for his value. It's kind of what... Everything how he was used week one was kind how I envisioned he'd be used. And I expect that role to expand a little bit more as well. And I think I think
2: you're totally right. Once they start, you know, feeling him out and make sure that he's healthy, I think that role is going to expand. You know what I mean? I think that's this is this is them kind of easing him into a role because he hasn't played. He hasn't played in how long? Two years. Two years. Over that, yeah, yeah, yeah. two years. So it's been three years since
1: he's actually played.
2: Right. So it's it's been a long time. They're going to ease him in, I think. But that that likely will expand. Mid
0: range running back, too. Yeah.
2: And, and so I thought, and as far as my, um, you know, my preseason thing, uh, I obviously the Aaron Rodgers bold prediction that he was going to throw for 4,500 yards and at least 35 touchdowns. I was way off. You're because, halfway there. No, cause he's on pace right now for 5,800 <laughs> and 24 yards and 64 touchdowns. So I was way off. Somewhere. He going to, he's going to way outperform that one. So that's, <laughs> that's not the prediction I was right on. It's probably the Alexander Madison playing well. But
0: <laughs> he, Rodgers yeah, was he, on fire. He, but was week on, one. he was
2: on fire. But Exactly. It's week one. You know, it feels good that, that I said that. And then week one, he came right out and performed like that. But we'll see if it continues throughout the whole season.
0: Something we're not feeling too good about that we said. Just after, again, week one, just our week yep. one feels. You know, like, how are we feeling after a week?
1: Yeah. Right. So so mine, another guy that I've talked about forever. But it's gone the opposite direction so far. J.J. white J. Whiteside. Oh. Hmm. Zero targets, zero <laughs> catches in week one. He was out there on 41% of the snaps, but apparently he is invisible.
2: Yeah. Not,
0: not, good. not I, good. I mean, that hype train was nice in the preseason. Yeah. Maybe they didn't have enough red zone targets there. Uh, that could be it because Dallas God, Goddard looked like yeah, Dallas uh I mean, he looked. He's, he's, he's coming on this year. He's a number one receiver. Sorry, Zach Ertz owners. He's. East He's the, man, East the new man town. That's why they're not making this contract with him. They're like, oh, we got Dallas Goddard. We're going to extend him for way cheaper than what you want. And,
2: and Goddard looked fantastic. He looked he looked fantastic, and it, it's not surprising that they broke off, um, uh, you know, negotiations because, like you said, Goddard's there, and they're they're another cap strapped uh, uh, organization. They'd be doing a lot better if they didn't have that Alshon Jeffrey contract.
0: My week one uh, feels that I don't feel so good about is the Baker Mayfield call. It's I'm I'm so utterly baffled about what I don't have any words for it besides pain. Uh, you know, his accuracy was still off and I don't want to hear anything about like, Oh, it's been, you know, the crazy COVID like a lot, everybody else came out looking pretty good. You know, like Daniel Jones came out pretty good. Hey, Joe Burrow is a rookie. He came out looking pretty good. you his strong suit is rookie year and his college was his accuracy and his decision-making and his accuracy looked terrible. His decision-making didn't look good. He still looked frantic in the pocket. Any kind of slight pressure, he was bolting up field stuff, standing there in the pocket, planning. His footwork still wasn't 100% correct. So I'm taking a massive, massive step back on that quarterback one feel and just a massive – my love until it comes out Thursday. I'll be <laughs> If you're watching be the game lame. on Thursday night, I will be there lower level, one of the 6,000 people, you're going to be hearing me go, I love you, Baker, still. That'll be me. When you hear that come through the, the TV multiple times. Right. Uh, that's going to be me. So my biggest disappointment, my biggest worry for week one that I feel like I might have been wrong on, Baker Mayfield. Pains me to say it.
2: Well, as much as I'd like to say Justin <laughs> Jefferson is my biggest one, <laughs> no, he's he's probably my biggest whiff. But it, as of now, it's still so early. So early on those rookies. with with the, with that rookie that I'm not no even sure. rookies are whiffs. Yeah. Sweet so one. Yeah, it's not really that big of a deal in, in my eyes. But I, I look back at at guys like um you know the preseason stuff where I was like, hey, Austin Eckler's for sure going to be a running back one. And I look at I look at that and go, one target. He only got one target in the passing game. Is this? is this Phillip rivers thing for real? Because Phillip rivers was dumping it off to those, those running backs quite a bit. So we'll see. And, and even now the, uh, the Anthony Lynn kind of came out and, and, and said it more or less that the, their offense isn't going to be geared like that with Tyrod Taylor at that quarterback. So we'll see what kind of targets he gets week two, but it might've been a big whiff with Austin Eckler, um, in just such a large capacity. I think he's still going to be a viable fantasy option, but he might not be that running back one that I if hoped he would be.
0: they realize their mistake and they go right back to him, use, utilize him in the receiving game, all's hunky-dory.
2: Right, absolutely.
0: If they don't after week two, yeah, sound the alarms. Because I always I have in debates with like our writer saying like, oh, dude, like one of our writers, like, oh, I can't remember which name out of head, He's like, oh, dude, I'm really worried about Austin Eckler. I don't think he's a running back one at all. I think mm-hmm. he's barely a running back two. He's like, I think Philip Rivers takes all those targets away. Without those targets, he's just not efficient. And I'm like, no, dude, they signed him. And that's, that's his, like, he's always done that. Even when he was a rookie, he, Melvin Gordon's on the field, he was still putting up running back one numbers just because of his game in the receiving game. that's why they signed him to this extension. It's He's 100% just going to be schemed for targets, one target.
2: Right. But, and, and week one, it's week one. And even don't sound the alarms too, too quickly, because Tyra Taylor is also a placeholder. Right. As soon as Justin Herbert's up to speed, that's going to be his team, and then it's going to be a whole different offense or scheme, or not not offense or scheme, but different uh, different kind of play calls for that kind of player. So we'll we'll see exactly exactly what the offense is going to fall into eventually when he's the quarterback.
0: All right, guys, before we move on to our next segment, how about a word from our sponsor, My Bookie? Win season returns at My. Bookie. Winning season means doubling your first deposit. Double it. You get double the money. Double the money. I've said it before. Why keep playing with the same old, same old folks where you already made your deposits when you go to my bookie and get double that money? And they have so many great options at my bookie. Winning season means insane props, epic bonuses, and the craziest cross sport wagers at my bookie. Winning season means watching live sports and betting live sports all season long rejoice the nfl has returned that means action-packed sundays and huge cash prizes get in on the action use the promo code nerds and double your first deposit guys double your first deposit with the promo code nerds new players get up to a thousand dollars in free play designed to add more excitement to the sport you love and the games you bet bet with the, the best this NFL season for your chance to win big, use that promo code Nerds and double your first deposit. Your winning season begins today only at MyBookie. Check them out, my bookie. St- you know, go try something new. These prop bets, cro- cross bet in sports, it's a fantastic thing. Check them out, my bookie today. Make sure you use that promo code Nerds and you're about to get double that cash, friends. Ooh. Garrett, lead us into our next segment.
1: All right, so we're going to do something today called news or nothing. So basically, I'm going to tell you something that happened this weekend. Could be a stat line, could be a narrative, something like that uh, that happened in week one. You tell me if this is news. So it's something that we expect to see something similar like this going forward, or it has you know a, a lot of meaning for that team or that player, or it's nothing. Ignore it. Not a big deal. Don't overreact. All right. Yep. Love it. Ready. All right.
2: Some no, of this. Nothing. Nothing. Sorry,
1: you're right. Big news. (laughs) Big news. Big news. Huge. (laughs) Huge. Uh, Some of these we touched on a little bit, but it would be good to flesh them out a little bit more. But this one we haven't talked about at all yet. Malcolm Brown uh, had 18 carries for 79 yards to lead the team. Cam Akers, 14 carries, only 39 yards. Is that news or is it nothing? Hmm. I think it's news. I think think it's news.
0: Big news. And this is something we were talking about before. We were talking about Cal. Camakers to begin with like listen they have malcolm brown this is a guy that they they wanted they signed his offer sheet to, so he couldn't go to detroit and he, he he's a solid running back and then came on sunday and he looked really good now to be fair can makers they're gonna give they're gonna slowly give him some more carries but malcolm brown produced every time he touched the football we said cam Akers was the biggest not but he's the biggest risk in the first round sure. of the draft this year and i think malcolm brown this year at least is going to have a role in this offense where at least at the very minimum it's going to be a 50-50 role. Double Cam makers need time to develop to the NFL just at the position altogether. Right. I think Malcolm Brown, he was a great buy when we said to buy him two year you know, a year ago. Sure. And I think right now you're paying dividends because I feel like he's going to produce running back two numbers and you'll be able to start him in a week in, week out number, week out basis if he's going to produce at this level and get this amount of carries. Will they will they give Cam makers more carries down the road? Possibly, but I think they're very content going into this with Malcolm Brown. Daryl Henderson, completely irrelevant. Some people thought he was gonna be be there, but it's gonna be the Cam Makers uh, Malcolm Brown show Barn an injury. And I could see Malcolm Brown leading the team in carries for the next sixteen weeks.
2: And Henderson did pretty poor, didn't he? It was like a
1: he was coming off injury.
2: Okay. But yeah. 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 He only had
1: like six carries for like three yards or something. Never a fan. Like
2: right. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I think, I think it's definitely uh, newsworthy uh, a lot for the same reasons that Richard was just saying. I'm not so, going to echo all that. So, if
0: you're gonna, so say you want to make a play. Say you need a running back, right? Mm-hmm. Is Malcolm Brown a play to make? And what do you give? Do you, let me put it this way. Are you comfortable giving up a 21 second for Malcolm Brown? I'm
2: not. I'm not you there. Need I'm a not, running back. I'm not there with him. I'm not there. It's, it's, it's hefty. It's, but
1: say you're a contender, though, so it's a late second for Malcolm Brown
2: still not still not there okay
1: i just don't see i think the price is fair i just don't see a situation where i feel comfortable putting him in my lineup i think that's the hard part will he have weeks where he's you know rb2 rb3 level type of guy and he probably could yeah but i'm always nervous there's that one week where they just decide to throw the ball a bunch that week you know with jared goff or Uh. you know acres gets all the touches or for some reason daryl henderson's the guy that week or
2: (sighs) So I, I was, probably lean towards no.
0: And it was only four more carries than acres.
2: That that that's I think the point that I was in my head I couldn't I'm like it's only four it's only four carries. Like yeah. the, I know the production was vastly different. So, you know, Malcolm Brown was a lot more efficient with his touches, but that doesn't mean that next week he's going to be a lot more efficient. Um, so f- for me it's I, I'm, I'm definitely not going up to a second. If somebody was like, hey, dude, I'll give you – I'll give him to you, uh, Malcolm Brown for a third, I would definitely make that trade because I think uh, on my team I could I could justify that.
0: I would justify a third. I, too, would not give a second for Malcolm Brown because I do like, – look as like I said earlier, a 50-50 split, what Malcolm Brown kind of beat in the lead starting guy. Uh, I think Malcolm Brown does more with his carries than Cam Akers does throughout the year. But, I, I, again, I don't think it's a long-term –
2: Yeah. Right. Back to Garrett's point. It's the only reason he would ever be in my starting lineup is for a desperation type of maneuver. You know what I mean? I feel like there's better options out there. Okay. Well, a
1: guy that might be in the similar range. Let's go to this next news or noise. James Robinson took every single rushing attempt for the Jacksonville Jaguars in week one. Is that news or is that nothing?
2: Well, that's, that's definitely news, man. Um, I think I think it was kind of expected that he was going to get the lion share, but I think I didn't know I don't know that anyone thought he was going to get all of them. And Chris Thompson wasn't even that involved, so it was it was kind of him in a game where they they were clawing their way back into that thing, and and they ended up winning against the Colts. So Minshew uh, looked great, yeah, Minshew absolutely did. Um, so yeah, I think that's definitely newsworthy um, because uh, couple that with the fact that the front office came out and said, hey we made this move to ship off Leonard Fournette in part because of James Robinson, what we saw in camp of this guy. So he must've impressed him enough and they showed um, that they can trust him here um, in in week one.
0: I agree. It's news. He averaged 3.9 yards per carry. The only thing that's going to shake it up is they bring another running back. Um, I think he's going to be somebody that's not going to be like you kind of like the Malcolm Brown effect. Like he, this team's still going to always be trailing and trying to play catch up. So they're going to rely on Gardner Minshew, again, who looked fantastic. Three touchdowns, completed 19 of 20 of his passes, had had a QB rate of 142.3. To me, James Robinson did did solid, but he's not a game-breaker. He doesn't have the speed or explosiveness or burst to be that kind of running back. But it's news enough where, like, a flex spot play – uh, uh, an injury get, get you through, get into red zone. You know, he's gonna get to red zone carries. Yeah. I, I think what I saw there too, though, is like you mentioned Chris Thompson. We like, we thought Chris Thompson was gonna be very viable here because he knew, he knew the scheme mm-hmm. from um, Gruden, Jay Gruden. Right. And that he, they're gonna be trailing all the way. They're gonna be throwing the ball. I think LaVisca Chenault is going to completely destroy his value whatsoever. I mean, not only is DJ shark, the guy to own there, but LaVisca Chenault showed enough week one. It's like, okay, like for somebody who I was really down on in the, in the scouting process, like,
2: well, they're using him in the, in the right way. He's yep. going to be used in a way
0: where you get more a at a fantasy level. Yeah. And another guy I will mention on this game as well. Cause I know we're just talking about James Robinson, mm-hmm. but let's say, I mean, he plays for the Jags. He's just a Jag, right? They're probably gonna draft a running back anyways, but still news enough where he got all the carries where that's all you need to be fantasy relevant. I think other news to take out of here as well is like we had DJ, we had DJ shark and, who is going to be the other receiver out there? We, we really question. I, and I mentioned a guy before that I was like, this guy could just put together and make his hands better. Like, he, he's he got good work ethic. Sure. Keelan Cole.
2: Keelan Cole. Keelan
0: Cole led the team in targets, caught all five targets for 547 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And he's always been hit and miss, but he's one of those guys I've always had in the back end of a lot of my rosters because I, exactly what I said, if like he could put together, he could be... Relevant, right? In dynasty, just relevant, which right. is not he's a producer, relevant. Led the team in catches, led the team in targets.
2: So yeah, And and back to your James Robinson um, point, I think the difference between James Robinson and Malcolm Brown, because I see them in similar lights, just like you, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable putting either one of them into my starting lineup unless it was like a bye week or an injury or fill-in type of guy. But the prices are, are vastly different. You know, I, James Robinson, some people just picked up off the scrap heap or got in the last round of their draft, where you're talking Malcolm Brown, you're talking throwing around a second or possibly a third-round draft pick for that guy. That's where they differentiate in my brain. I completely disagree.
0: I would think James Robinson would cost more today than Malcolm Brown because of the Cam Akers effect.
2: Well, to today, today, but what you just paid for, James? No oh. one's no one's trading him right. this I got James day.
0: Robinson out the waiver wire Ex- one
2: day. Exactly, that's what I mean. Fantastic like he was, like, he was like a freebie guy that you just kind of throw on your roster and you feel great about. Whereas in Malcolm Brown, it's like you either had to pay for him like, like a year ago, or you're gonna have to go out and, it, and spend this second or third round draft. It still then. blows
0: my mind that some people play Dynasty don't have Twitter because I got James Robinson because of Twitter. The news yeah. broke. James Robinson was to be the guy. I saw it. I went through all my leagues, used a dynasty GM real quick, and I picked him up, bing, and bing, bing. I got him. It was only one league. He was in a waiver wire, just one. Worth but, it. hey, it was worth it. Thanks, Twitter. Yep. Love you forever.
1: Absolutely. So with Ozigbo potentially coming back week three off the IR, do you guys expect him to still be the lead guy all the way through? You worried about Ozigbo? Don't really care either way?
0: I don't want any Jags running back to be fair. I am using this week one if I can get anything for James Robinson. Just like I said last week, I'm taking anything I can get. Like anything I get? 21 third? I'll take that for James Robinson. He's not, to me, he's not a long term solution whatsoever. So sure. will Zigbo get some carries? Most likely. Um, uh, because but I mean, I mean, 3.9 yards per carry for your first game is nothing to you know.
1: And he looked decent with it too. It wasn't like, you know, oh, these were these huge holes and he got three point. Like he got some. He got some good yards at that hurdle there. Yeah, he had, he did some stuff. How yeah, long? You know,
0: twelve yards at one run for twelve yards.
1: So, yeah. if you're a contender, are you still selling? Or Are you holding on just in case of injuries?
0: All I'm selling for all.
1: Always always looking for the profit. Yeah. Okay. To
0: me, he you got him for super cheap or free, and if I can get if I could turn that free into even a third, because then now I would have two thirds, and now I could package those two thirds, maybe move up in the second. You know what I mean? Like. He could help me get somebody significantly better True. than what he is. It's just, he's not, like, he might be okay this year, but I am looking for where I got him unless I literally, unless I had no other running back, too. Unless I literally had to start him, which then you're, if you had to start him, your, Probably team, not a your team's not a contender, anyways. And all he's going to do is give you maybe a win that you don't want to get. So, even more reason to sell James Robinson. He's a sell. Easy for me, Matt. I don't know how you feel about using uh, easy
2: selling. I'm for definitely me. fine selling James Robinson, but yep. for a
0: third, at least a third. Like, I'm not taking a fourth because a fourth no. is meaningless to me, but a third or better.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we touched
1: on this a little bit, but I, I do want to still go over it. Uh, CEH did not produce much in the air, in fact, not at all in the air. Taylor did not produce much on the ground. Is that news or nothing?
2: Nothing. That's nothing. Yeah. I mean, I would think both of those guys will level off uh, and you know, and kind of normalize in, in, in the roles that we think that they're going to specialize in. Taylor obviously is, is gonna be the guy that's that's gaining the the line share of his yards on the ground. And Clyde Edwards Alaire, I think, is just gonna be a multifaceted guy that does both um, really well.
0: I think it just didn't work out for him to be, you know, he at one target in the re- passing game for two, Clyde Edwards too. Yeah, one catch? Uh none. None catch. Okay. okay. Okay, yeah, none. Uh, to me, it's just we know he can do that from college. Like we know he can do that well. We know they can utilize this in the
1: offense, the Chiefs' offense as well. So I just, I just think it's just week one.
2: It's a matter of time. Yep.
1: Yep. That's what I figured, but I thought I would throw it out just in case. Miles Gaskin leads all Dolphins in touches with 13, all, t- all running backs yeah, how'd for he the do Dolphins. To- How do he do? Uh, nine carries for 40 yards and then like th- four receptions for. 30 yards or something like that. So oh, it wasn't,
2: it wasn't God awful. Huh? Uh, um, you know, I think.
1: Oh, I was thinking, I'm sorry. I was thinking
0: Payne barber for a minute. Uh,
2: average 1.7 yards. Yeah, per it carry. was bad. That's what I was thinking. Two <laughs> touchdowns though, baby.
0: It <laughs> slipped my my I literally, I literally mixed the two up there for a second.
2: Um, um, it, but I think, I think you're burying the lead there with the Matt Breda, like where the hail was his production, you know? So um,
0: well, they both averaged 4.4 4 yards per carry. It
1: just, he got the, he got Gaskin got the more carries, right?
2: Which is not what we would have expected.
1: Not what we now, expected. There was there was word that Howard was hurt for a little bit and then came back into the game. So that could have played somewhat of a role. But, I don't know, news or nothing.
2: I mean, I think it's newsworthy because he's the guy that that no one was talking about. And here he is in week one getting a bunch of carries and stuff. So, from that respect, I think it's at least Noteworthy or newsworthy? If um, I guess that's that's the terminology we're using (laughs) here. I think it's a little newsworthy.
0: Yeah, I still think it's to be. I mean, Jordan Howard averaged less than a yard per carry. I there's this is a very strong landing spot for Devontae Freeman. Like in my in my eyes, if they're going to do anything whatsoever, they they can they can use a guy like Devontae Freeman because Miles Gaskins not the not the answer. I mean, sure, nice game. Doing the Patriots defense is pretty solid but the, the, let me let me see what you do week 2. Does Devontae Freeman want to
2: play? I still haven't figured that out. He yet.
0: said he's mulling his option from 4 offers from 4 teams. 4 teams. That's okay. what he's, So so he
1: says.
2: All right. We'll see. CFL teams.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else on that? We good? Um I have nothing to say about Miles
0: Gaskin whatsoever. Yeah, okay. yeah no, we he, he falls way below all, every other running back we've already talked about. I mean, if he's on your waiver, you swoop him up just in case, but that's about it. So more
1: nothing than news but a tiny bit of news. Tiny bit of news. Okay.
0: It, it's tiny bit of if news. If he does yeah.
1: that again in week two, it's news. It's news. Okay. It's news. All right. Uh, J.K. Dobbins got both of the goal line carries for the Baltimore Ravens. Is that news or is that nothing? This is massive news.
2: I love me some JK, so it doesn't really surprise me.
1: Yeah, he, listen,
0: JK Dobbins, I thought is going to take midseason to overtake Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram looked a little bit slower than he, than he normally did, granted, week one, but. He might just look slow next to a young, spry rookie. But the thing is, they drafted him in the second round. They know he's the future. There's no harm making Mark Ingram still get some carries, but make him the, the change of pace back. And. J.K. Dobbins is the guy there in this offense. That's a running back one. I'm sorry, this this the most running team in the NFL with a guy of his skill set in an RPO action is a running back one. I think it's huge news that he already—I said it at the beginning of the show—has supplanted Mark Ingram. So I think this is not like a John just there playing a the Browns Week One thing. I think all the reports coming out of camp where they loved J.K. Dobbins, mm-hmm. loved him, and he was producing. If you got somebody who's going to produce, like he he's going to produce, and you know he's your future, you let him go. It's like if you have a quarterback that comes in, he's a rookie, he starts looking good early. You're gonna he's your quarterback. J.K. Dobbins is a, the Baltimore Ravens running back. I think he will outproduce Mark Ingram on a weekly basis.
2: I agree, man. I, I love J.K. Dobbins. I think um, I, I thought also that it would take a little bit more time for this to kind of shift in his direction, but. I mean, we weren't there in the practices. No one was, you know? Um, so uh, we're getting the first kind of tipping of their hand that maybe uh, J.K. Dobbins has looked really good in the offseason.
0: And the biggest thing is what Garrett said. He got both goal line carries. It wasn't like one for you, one for you. He got both goal line carries. That's trust. Yep. That's belief. That's a quarter. That's a running back that you believe in. You get
1: the goal line carries. That's always a huge. Which is interesting because body type wise, Mark Ingram would, would profile more as the, the goal line guy. So that I I think that's really impressive. Agree, yeah, definitely. All right, Adrian Peterson had more touches than Carryon Johnson and DeAndre Swift combined.
2: Is that news or nothing? I think they hate Carryon Johnson, and obviously DeAndre Swift's just young, and and you know was coming off injury. Uh, so I think it's I don't know that it's even shocking. I don't know. Yeah. So I, so I, you know or nothing. It's, it's it's newsy because. Uh, you know, he he was just traded there. I mean, he was just, I mean, not traded. He just ended up there. uh, Was it trade?
0: No sign. No, he's just signed. Okay.
2: Yeah, that's right. cut. Um, um, So he was just signed there like last week. And um, now all of a sudden he's getting all the touches. So yeah, I guess it's newsworthy from that respect, but that's all. But from
1: a dynasty perspective, we're not, we're not worried at all. No, I
2: I think they hate carry Johnson and Deandre Swift. They're just kind of waiting for him to come along.
0: I agree. I think they cake carrying johnson too i heard news from somebody who was worked in within the organization that matt patricia was not a carrying johnson fan and actually like talked shit to him and was mean to him uh but i think the news here though is not that adrian Peterson got all the, the majority of the lion share the lion sheriff carries right was they actually produced as well like he looked good mm-hmm. in that offense it's 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 with those receivers, with no Kenny Galladay there as well, like he produced. And I think this is somebody they gave him decent money as well, like $3 million. I mean, I think it's going to be Adrian Peterson as a lead back for the rest of the season. And DeAndre Swift, that change of pace running back, that kind of like Alvin Kamara kind of role mm-hmm. running back is what we're going to see. not the guy like Adrian Peterson's Latavius Murray and we're looking to be understood to be the Alvin Kamara more viable in the passing game, which is where his strong suit is.
2: As long as he doesn't drop any more wide open passes <sighs> in the end zone, poor guy. he should be able to lock that down <laughs> Poor, poor but guy.
0: I think it's news enough that he's Adrian Peterson goes right to an offense where he's the starter running back.
2: Yeah, uh, no, absolutely. Um, he's uh, for, he's one of these never ending running backs. I mean, Frank Gore, kind of was the bar for a while but now it feels like adrian peterson is one of these guys that's just never going to go away he's coming
0: he's he's coming for that title like i
1: want to be the old guy that produces for a long time
2: all right gardner Minshew. we talked about the
1: jaguars just a second ago gardner Minshew led the jaguars to a win everyone has been mocking the trevor lawrence to the jaguars is this news that they got a week one win
2: I mean, the, I think the fashion in which they did it is newsworthy. Yeah, they were down in that game. And but then for they, Gardner Minshew, is it newsworthy? Did
1: Is he saving his job?
0: Uh, yeah, I think he was he, 19 or 20 with a 142 rated for three touchdowns, no interceptions. Like, what else can you ask for a quarterback? Like, That's a very start. If, if he's going to do that on a week-in, week-out basis where he protects the football, doesn't throw picks, you know, Kind of like Ryan, what Ryan Tannehill did to get his big contract last year in Tennessee. If he could be Ryan Tannehill out there for Jacksonville Jaguars, not only will they not have a top three pick to get that quarterback, but there'd be no reason to spend that on a quarterback when you have him on such a cheap deal as it is. Anyways, There's, they have no urgency to move and get another quarterback, they pay him in right.
2: And and the thing is, he's a he's a leader. People like him. You know what I mean? That's what you want from your quarterback position. He works his tail off, and. If he can put it all together and make, you know, multiple starts, just like this week one start, you're you're looking at somebody. They're not, they're looking at other positions with their first round. Somebody, draft. somebody tweeted out. They said, Gardner Minshew is everything we wanted Baker Mayfield to be. I didn't listen a long time ago. Oh, like really basically when Gardner Minshew came into the league yeah. last year, that's who I kind <clears> of <throat> saw him as. And then I feel like he's surpassed him now, which is so bizarre. Scary. Um, but it's because it's, it, I think it's worth, I, I think is just like unparalleled that dude just grinds throughout the off season and really puts in the work. So
0: the jets are going to have a real tough decision when they're on the clock with I don't one think one. they are
2: going to have a tough decision and they're going to be like,
0: see you Darnold. <laughs> it's yeah. See you Darnold. I mean, there's no way you pass in Trevor Lawrence, right?
1: And that's going to be the hard part. If the, let's say the Jaguars do end up with the worst record. What do you do? You the take ja- Trevor Lawrence, the Jaguars. Yeah, you okay. T- you take I, that that was part of the what I was baking into this question is, do you think Gardner
2: will do enough? I think the I think he'll do enough that they don't have the first. They don't overall. have a top pick. Yeah, I probably. do.
0: I agree with that point, but I think if they did, if he did enough where they did finish, then it's an
2: easy decision. Right. He's not. Then he's not what you wanted, right?
0: No, no quarterback is your future if you finish with the, like the first overall pick.
2: How, well, it all depends on where they're at in their development and yeah, stuff. True. But, um, a guy that's a six round draft pick is not going to be your future. If he started and you ended up with first draft, who
0: do you think after watching week one it finished with the first pick after just way too early? I mean,
2: jets are jets are the easy
1: favorite right now. I think, uh, I still think Jags are in the running. I think everything went right for them. I mean, when you look at all of the talent that they've traded away, it had a very, uh, you know, major league feel mm-hmm. to it. where like this band of mitts fits all, rally together and you want but how long can you can you hold up with that at the NFL level I don't know
2: that's a that's that's a really good point and um I guess we'll have to find out because I mean there's this I mean there then there's the Browns you know I mean we all sat there and watched that that's our that's our hometown team and and I look at the look on your face Let's Rich. talk after Thursday
1: please. <laughs> all right. Speaking <laughs> of the on. Cleveland Browns <laughs> all right. Kareem Hunt had 17 touches this week. Nick Chubb had 11. Nick Chubb had a fumble. and
0: never Once he fumbled, they kind of leaned more on Kareem Hunt.
2: I stopped watching the game after the third quarter. <laughs> or like at the beginning of the third. I couldn't watch it anymore, man. It was so ugly. So did, did he stop? Did he fumble at some point?
0: I can't believe you.
2: Why can't you believe me? I don't
0: know. For some, I just don't miss a second of any Browns. Game, I'm, so it's just me.
2: I'm 40 years old and I've been watching this crap for too long, so I can't put myself through it anymore.
0: I listen. Rumors out of Cleveland are they—they they love Nick Chubb, but they also love Cream Hunt. That's why they signed for that extension. So he's—it's gonna be, it's gonna be a fifty-fifty split. We talked about it last year when mm-hmm. Cream Hunt came in. He was on equal par when it came to fantasy production with Nick Chubb. Now Nick Chubb, every carry he had, he looked fantastic. So mm-hmm. I think it just came down to the you know the Browns being behind Cream Hunt's a little bit more viable in the passing game and what he does there so i think it just it just came down to the, the gameplay it, yeah we were
2: getting we were getting smeared man. i don't
0: i don't think it's news no. I, I think it is a I think it's a 50 50 split i think best case scenario is nick chubb does not resign with cleveland he can go somewhere and be the bell cow back that he needs to be because he was weird too is this offense oh, fucking bros, uh <laughs> is they're like they're lining nick chubb out wide a lot
2: yeah he caught a pass out wide Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: it was just, weird, but it, he lined up I mean, there good for multiple him multiple times, but
2: it doesn't make sense.
0: No, it just it, this this murders Nick Chubb's like running back one. His ceiling. He's a running back two.
2: yep. He's, a,
1: he's he's definitely a running back two. Benny Snell rushes for
2: 113 yards. Matt is this news totally news. I called it earlier <laughs> newsworthy to the extreme and the reason it's newsworthy is it, it look Year one of Benny Snell and year two of Benny Snell, I feel like you're looking at a completely different player. He slimmed down quite a bit. He looked a lot like quicker in and mm-hmm. out of his breaks. And there was even a play where um, you know Jabril Peppers, um, a pretty fast, agile guy um, uh, for all respect, just took a horrible angle on the guy, and he, and he busted off like a 15, 20-yard run. So um, I think he's transformed his body a little bit. Um, I think he definitely plays with the right type of attitude for the Steelers running back. And James Conner is a guy that none of us in this room, I don't think trusted fully going into this season. Uh, we thought it was going to be another player, um, Anthony McFarlane, that, that was kind of going to be the guy, but yeah, he'll still get his shot. He'll still get his shot. But I think uh, Benny Snell right now is, is starting to earn a little bit of a role in this offense. Cause he just, he looked good in between the tackles. He looked good getting outside.
0: Let's see him do it more than week one, obviously, mm-hmm. but I think, I think it is news because I think there's a good chance that he locked in the start and running back role right there. And it's a very worst case. It's him. James kind splitting carries. Did you so. guys, did you guys
2: watch that game? Yeah. What did you think of, uh, of the, um, the, the announcers, the, the college announcers, Kirk, Kirk street. And, uh, Oh,
0: fantastic. Yeah. I thought it was great. I thought they're they Listen, they do a fantastic job they really on, do. on college football. I think they're the best tag team. Like, yep announcing duo out there
2: yeah i thought it was i thought it was absolutely fantastic
0: so to me i mean i thought they were great they should i wish they were permanent yeah so do i and but to be fair too like i thought the um, new crew
2: sounded good too and uh
0: i mean i think lewis riddick does a bang up job i think he's he's so knowledgeable when it comes to the game like the guy could be a gm of an nfl franchise that good uh in in levy's Great too. I, I didn't really care for Brian Greasy too much, um, but for the most part, I thought they did. They, he is to what fine. He last is. Year. He,
2: yeah, he's the weakest link for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. But but compared to a booger, no. I'm good. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hey, overall major upgrade all around. And
2: Jason went in the year before,
1: dude.
0: Yeah. Herb Street, Herb Street, and Fowler. <gasps> are They're untouchable, fantastic. Touchable. Unt-
2: unbelievable. Perfect. I just loved, no, uh, you know, the one, I know it was a one-off type of thing, but I would love to have them like just every now and again. I still don't know fan. why we don't have two Monday night football games every
1: week.
0: It really brings me back to like the Pat Summerall.
2: Yes. John, John Madden. Madden. Yes.
0: Is that what Fowler and Herb's
2: Just like the epic, just the iconic voices of the, the, the two guys calling the game really made it like jump off the page for me.
0: They're, 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 they're the best. Yeah, they really are. They really I mean, are. I'm a, I'm I'm a huge Al Michael, Michaels fan too. He's great, you know. But uh, Collinsworth. when it comes to like my favorite combination, it's easily Fowler and Herm Street, and it's they hear them do an NFL game, just goes, oh, I wish I could get this every. Yeah, but give me some, give me Sunday night football if you want, like. I mean, hey, you're calling college. Granted, I know they have to take time off and do spend a week and get all these news and notes. But like, hey, can't you do college Saturday and it's football <laughs> Sunday or something like that?
2: But, can't you get to some intern to do like your news and notes and, right. and all that kind of stuff? And just all you got to do is pack just up talk. and show up uh, Monday night.
0: I also agree with Garrett. Like I would love to, I'd much rather see two Monday night games than a Thursday night game. Yep. Like Thursday night football is just always bogus, man. It's never enough time to prepare. You're keeping the players out. It's just too short of notice. I, I'm not a. I'm not a big fan of Thursday Night Football, to be honest Me
2: neither, right. sir. I'm, I'm going
0: to watch it always because it's football. It's football. But I'm right, not a big fan.
1: Yep, I'm with you. All right. I have one more, but I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it because it's a it's a sneak peek into my uh, deep dive stash that, I, that I'll have next episode. Ooh. So I'm going to save it.
0: Ooh, for the next episode. Well, a little teaser. A little teaser. Well, I mean, if you want to try that out right now, we're doing a free trial for three days of the nerd herd. Uh Ooh. right, you know, not now, but forever. Like if you've never signed up before, you gotta go to dinosaurnerds.com, sign up, and you get a free trial. The nerd being a member of the nerd herd. Being a member of the nerd herd has great benefits all around. You get our our rankings, you get the nerd score, you get the rookie film room, which we're updating right now on a weekly basis. We have yep. seven to fourteen games go new games going up every single week in there. You get multiple different rankings of course you get the dynasty gm tool which is absolutely fantastic we have coming out tomorrow when you're listening to the podcast today win now rankings contenders for the gm tool so you can literally
1: use this tool for redraft so basically to, to describe the difference real quick, the score that we have right now is your overall value of your dynasty team. So looking long-term, how valuable all your assets, including the draft picks with the contender, we throw out the draft picks. We don't care about that for, for contender. And we're just looking at how your team is looking to win the ship this year. Julio Jones, guys like him, get a bump guys like, you know, Robert Woods would get a bump older running backs, get a bump. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers worth more in contender rankings than they are dynasty rankings. That's kind of the difference there.
0: So if you want to see where you, you know, you're like, hey, my team says in the dynasty GM I'm six, but i I won last year. I'm like, okay, hit that little toggle right there. It says win now. Ooh, look who's number one, which is huge. So yep. it's going to see, it's going to what it, what it's going to do is see if you're in the middle or if you should go for the championship. Mm-hmm. So if you open if you open a dynasty GM and says you're the sixth best team. Then you hit the win now, and it says you're the seventh best team? Blow it up.
2: Blow it up, because you Blow are it truly in the middle.
0: Yep. So... We can sit here and talk about the Dynasty GM for days. It has a, di- di- has a trade calculator. In it. it has your Dynasty portfolio. All your teams are in there in once, like we always mentioned, we're going to update this tool constantly. We've had, already had multiple updates since it came out. The win now, contender rankings are coming out now. Mm-hmm. We're calling them contender rankings because, you know, obviously Dynasty. But, of course, you can use it for your redraft leagues as well. It's the
1: exact same thing,
0: basically. All I ask is you go to DynastyNerds.com. Set, try it for free that's it we're literally giving you three days to try this out for your dynasty team to me i think it's the best tool out there in dynasty fantasy football today am i biased of course rich
1: i, I, I want to tell you i got texts from from people i know that have been very cautious about joining dynasty. It was like garrett like it's your nice little thing that you do like that's cool and then i had a couple of those guys literally text me two days ago i literally had two two different people text me and say I'm actually dropping, and it's nothing against these guys; they're fantastic. But I'm dropping my Fantasy Pro subscription to sign up for my Dynasty Nerd subscription because I think the tool's that much better. Nice,
0: I agree wholeheartedly. And it's we again, we don't say things just to say things on this yeah. show. Sometimes, well, when it comes to fantasy players, we might say some <laughs> things. Uh,
2: but Mike th-
0: Williams is number one. We, Sorry. we again, we can sit here and talk about the dynasty. GM. You did look good. He did look good. I'm
2: surprised you didn't say anything. Hey, I was shocked. Next episode. I didn't want to gloat.
0: Well, we are talking receivers <laughs> next episode. We're, we're talking it. Mike Williams next episode. Cause I got some things as well to say about him. But the thing for the GM is there's no reason for us to sit here and like, Oh, why don't you sign up and see what it is, we're literally giving it to you for free to try it out. Check it it's, out. The proof is in the pudding. And who doesn't like pudding? I like pudding. I love pudding. It's, well, when I eat it, new banana pudding,
2: butterscotch, yeah. Dude. Butterscotch is good. No. Pudding.
0: Dude, banana pudding with the bananas and the wafers in. and The, the, wafers, you gotta the, the wafers. You got to have the vanilla wafers. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not banana pudding without the wafers. For sure. Top five desserts of all time for me. My aunt's yeah. banana pudding. Like, they know. Like, I, if I can go there with one of those, like, big jumbo straws, I'll be, oop, got a banana. Oop, got a wafer.
2: <laughs> that good. Y'all didn't see the visual on that. So <laughs> it's probably a good thing.
0: <laughs> so, check it out. Make sure you're nice, We have... Not only that, we have for free fantastic articles that come out there multiple times a day. But join the Nerd Herd today for free to try it out and see what you think. I promise you're going to want to stick around because this site, DynastyNerds.com, is here to make you a better Dynasty Fantasy Football Player. And the Dynasty GM tool is going to make you a, a better Fantasy Football Player overall and put you in the right position to succeed. Whether it be win now, make a trade, or just blow it up. You know, if you're always questioning where you stand, this is going to help you make that decision. Check it out today. In the meantime, I hope everybody who is won this week wins next week. I hope if you lost, you get that W again. So every,
2: everyone's going to win this coming well, this everyone, coming week too.
0: Unless unless you're in full rebloat rebuild mode, uh, mode. It will blow that. Yeah, you reblow it. You blow it up. You reload it. Yeah, you it was it.
2: once blowed and now it's been blowed again.
0: Yeah, you got to blow it up. <laughs> You know, blow it up, blow it down. Anyway, we got it. Just, as long as you're blowing, <laughs> that's all that matters. Which way does the wind I'm blow? Hopefully of, down.
2: I was just thinking of that banana again. <laughs> Get it. Coming and to it, a YouTube channel soon. <laughs> is soon. Oh, oh, is. Oh, yeah. The podcast oh, is coming
0: to YouTube very soon. Should it? <laughs> the, oh, it's going to be that much better. See how ugly I am. Uh, in the meantime, you always follow me on Twitter. You want to talk Dynasty at Dynasty Rich?
2: I'm at Dynasty Matt. I'm at Dynasty Price. Follow the
0: site at Dynasty Rich. back next week, nerd herd. Adiós.